What's up? Welcome to Faith and Other F-Words podcast, where we're all about creating a platform for badass women like you to discuss faith, politics, sex, dating, wellness, money, quantum physics, heaven, hell, you name it. No scripture verses, no condemning, no regurgitation of doctrine. I'm your host, Tanya Martin. I'm a corporate hustler, wellness coach, and honestly, just a girl tired of seeing faith misappropriated. So let's change that. Think of us sitting on my couch, drinking wine, having those deep, raw, intellectual combos only have with your closest, smartest girlfriends. Believe me, I'm still trying to figure it out too. But at the end of the day, I know it's these combos that bring us closer to discovering and fulfilling the freaking purpose God's placed into your soul. You ready to drop some F words? Let's go. Wow, what a crazy world we are living in right now. As of this recording, it is March 17th, 2020, and coronavirus is running rampant across the United States. I live here in California. LA is pretty much on shutdown. It hasn't been completely mandated, but restaurants are closed, businesses are closed. You can only go to the grocery store and order food from restaurants. You're not allowed to dine in. There's all these restrictions on um, how many people can gather and we're all obsessed with washing our hands and we're really fearful of getting our loved ones who are elderly or have compromised immune systems sick. Um, and grocery stores feel like an episode of like Walking Dead. It's just a very odd and particular time that we're living in. And a lot of people are frankly freaking out. Um, and so I wanted to really do a podcast about how we can find peace and how we are not to be afraid in this time frame that we're living in and how as a believer in God, as a believer in Jesus, and knowing what I know as a self-identified Christian, you guys, we're going to be okay. It's going to be fine. And in case you haven't heard that, because there's so much hysteria in the media and among our conversations, there's just a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. So this podcast is going to be to remind you not to be afraid. It was inspired by Craig. I can't say his last name. I always mess it up, but he is the head pastor at Life Church. And he did a sermon all about not being afraid and I just loved it so much so I thought that I would uh, kind of frame it for you with my own little tidbits and I'm going to share that with you today. So the filter that informs our decisions and our mindset are not of this world, right? The Bible tells us that we should not be conformed to the image of this world. We should be conformed by the renewing of our minds so that we can test and approve what God's will is, his good, his pleasing. We're not called to live in fear, right? We're not afraid when you have a relationship with God and you've really understood what that means. And when we're not living with a filter of this world, you can see outside of this box that is the human experience and be like, oh yeah, right. Like we're not confined to this time and this space and this body. There's a whole nother, we can start getting into like quantum physics and different dimensions, but essentially there's something bigger out there than us. And so while this hysteria of coronavirus is very scary, if you look at it in terms of all of humanity that is past, present, and future, we're just living in a very small sliver of time and we're going to get through this. So 
Here are the three ways that we have been called to not be afraid. Number one, we are called to live by faith and not fear. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't take responsibility or accountability or that we hide behind the phrase, well, it's just God's plan, right? A lot of people hide behind that and say, I think that they place the responsibility on God instead of taking accountability on themselves. And they forget that God gave us free will and freedom and insight to do what is right and to make our own decisions. So what does that mean in terms of this coronavirus thing? That means washing your freaking hands and staying away from people. (laughs) It means that you live faithfully to one another and to the laws and regulations that health officials are instructing. As millennials, we are being um, handed the responsibility of really taking on these health regulations and recommendations wholeheartedly because a lot of millennials are thinking, oh, this is a joke. Like, it's just like the flu. Um, I'm healthy. So like, I don't need to worry about this. And people are going out to the bars and getting drunk and not washing their hands as frequently and just not thinking that because they are healthy, they are capable of carrying the virus and passing it along to other people. So just because you're young, or just because you're healthy, it doesn't mean that you aren't contributing to the spread of this virus. Um, I don't know when you're going to listen to this or what part of the country you're in, but we really need to heed the warnings that we've gotten from other countries and other states and start to take this seriously and to take the personal responsibility on. Now, normally on this podcast, I don't cite Bible verses because I'm a strong proponent that the Bible requires a lot of context and a lot of knowledge before you can just pick and choose little verses here and there. But for the subject matter that we're talking in, I think that the Bible verses are going to be supportive and supplemental as we kind of tackle this topic throughout the rest of this podcast. So I'm going to drop a couple of Bible verses for you that you can go and explore more and I will make sure to make them as colloquial as possible so that it's not like boring like boring churchy stuff okay so one of the things uh, in the Bible is that Jesus is comforting his disciples in John chapter 14 verse 27 and he tells them something along the lines of do not let your hearts be troubled I don't give like the world gives, therefore don't be scared. (laughs) Jesus is basically telling them like, hello, I'm not of this world. So the way that you've been hurt or the way that humans have interacted with you is not the experience that you are to reflect or to gather from me. I'm different than this world. Therefore, you can trust me. Therefore, you can let your heart not be troubled. Therefore, you can let fear and anxiety not take over, right? The NLT translation reads, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. So Jesus is literally telling his disciples when they're all scared and freaking out, he's like, hey, I'm leaving you with a gift. It's called peace of mind and heart. And that same gift extends to us, right? So receive that gift. Gifts are exciting, God offers you peace. So anytime, whether it's coronavirus or it's a death in the family or it's something super tragic that is just incomprehensible that you're like, I don't understand how there could be a God that would allow this to happen. 
one, know that it's not God that necessarily allowed it to happen. Most of the time, it's us as humans and our interactions with each other and with the rest of the world that causes ripple effects, that causes really incomprehensible things to occur. And it's not God, (laughs) right? It's us. But nonetheless, when those moments happen, Jesus is like, yo, I'm leaving you a gift, right? And we have that gift every single day. It doesn't matter what it is exactly that we're going through, but that is the beauty and the entire freaking reason I started this podcast is I know what it's like to have that gift from God and to accept it and receive it and utilize it and go to it in moments of panic or freak out or grief or stress or depression or all of the ugly things that we experience as humans, I know what that's like. And that's the coolest part about God and Jesus is that you don't have to live in that. You get to have this peace of mind. You get to have this peace of heart and and tranquility. And I think that we have to remember that our God is always faithful. He is always good. He's not going to forsake you. He's always in control and he's always working in all things. He is in everything. And my favorite part is that he uses everything for his good. And you'll see faithfulness and you'll see this good if you look for it. Right now, there's good all around us. If you take a look right now, you'll see communities, government, neighbors, strangers. Everyone's coming together to say, how can we make solutions for society as a whole? Because what we're learning from this coronavirus, which I'm a big fan of this, um, thought or this um, conclusion that everyone is finally coming to terms with is that we all affect one another. So whatever's happening in China or in France or in Spain or in Italy impacts us here because we're all interconnected whether or not governments want to admit it or not and whether we as citizens want to acknowledge that. But It's about the human race, right? And so you can see everybody coming together and working together as the human race because of this damn virus. And that to me is good. There's a lot of good stuff occurring right now as a result of this. And that's evidence of God working in our lives, right? And fear is easy to see. It's easy to see right now, but fear, I think, is always easy to see. No matter what, I feel like the media is always preying off of fear, especially during tragic times. But again, any time of the year, you can always find good on this earth. Does the media show it? No. Does it mean that it's not there? Hell no, right? There's always good happening in this world. And it's our mindset and our perspective that we take and our posture that is going to determine our reality. So yeah, if you want to be fearful and you want to be anxious, guess what? You're going to wake up every day working from home or whatever you're doing in isolation and feel those emotions. But if you wake up every day and you have this posture of looking for good and trusting in God and and trusting that everything that we've been given, we are empowered to create even more good, then you're going to see that and you're going to craft your own reality and you're going to invite more good. And not only that, but you're going to have the opportunity to create more good and have that be a ripple effect on the people around you. God didn't give us a spirit of fear and timidness right he gave us power he gave us love he gave us self-discipline so fucking exercise it (laughs) as a believer it's our duty to exercise that spirit and live in faith not to be living in an anxious and fearful mindset right so i think that's number one is to live in faith and not in fear number two 
We're called to be sacrificial, not selfish. So with God, we're called to be our best. During these times, I think we're especially called to live selflessly. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, it says, Do not be selfish. Be humble and think of others as better than yourself. A.K.A. Stop panic buying and hoarding everything at the damn store for yourself. Everybody who went to the store early on and grabbed all the stuff and started stocking up and bought too many things wasn't thinking about other people. They weren't like, hmm, I wonder if anybody else is going to need TP or baby wipes or diapers or Tylenol. They were just thinking about themselves and their household and their own. And that's not what we're called to do. We're not called to just look out for only our own interests, but others. That entails us not just looking at other countries as enemies and to isolate or distinguish ourselves from other countries and be like, oh, well, you know, I've heard a lot of racist BS, to be honest with you, when it comes to China and all these conspiracies and stuff. And I think there's a lot of rhetoric that is going around that is very us versus them. And I don't think that this is the time for us to do that. I think that we should be looking at the world as the human race unbound by country lines. I'm not an American citizen. I'm a fucking human. And so are the people all across the globe right now who are experiencing this pandemic. So I think looking at it that way. And then in Acts chapter 2 verse 45, when the primitive church was experiencing difficult times, it says, they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. That's pretty cool. And I think that plays into today's challenge as well. So even if you don't have materialistic things to give, if you're broke, you ain't got no you ain't got no savings, you don't have a lot of money to give, there are other things that you can give in this time. You can speak hope, you can speak love, you can speak encouragement, and you can speak faith into other people. You can provide time, you can have companionship, you can give knowledge. Whatever your gifts are, this is the time for you to rise up. It's time for you to let those gifts shine in any way that you can contribute to other people. You can help eliminate a lot of the hysteria that is occurring by not feeding into the BS of everyone else, right? So a lot of people are using social media to complain. A lot of people are using this time to complain about the hoarders and complain about the mean people and yell. And like, there's, I'm just seeing a lot of like murmur on the internet. Um, and I'm also seeing a lot of people retweeting and sharing a lot of things that could cause more negative than positive. So what does that mean? That means using your social media to positively influence and impact. If you're working from home, dude, create some content that is good for other people. Don't go on there to bitch and complain. I know how easy it can be, but use your gifts to be beneficial to others and sacrifice wherever you can it may not be convenient for you to swing by your friend's elderly parents house to check in on them or to drop off food it may not be that convenient to call your great aunt whoever who's kind of a pain in the butt but you know do it because they they need you at this time so find ways to be sacrificial and to be beneficial to others number three shine the light do not hide it So right now, there's a lot of people who are feeling anxious. There's a lot of people who are struggling with depression and suicide and mental health. 
And a good friend of mine was telling me that suicide kills 32 times more people a day than coronavirus will. And I like that to me is like crazy because I didn't know that 32 people a day died from suicide. And they're expecting that a lot of people are going to feel even more depressed and sad and isolated during this time frame. So what does that mean for us? And if you're listening to this, you're at this point a believer of God and Jesus and you're Christian or however you identify. And even if you don't identify as anything or a label of any kind and you're just a good freaking human, (laughs) there's plenty of things that you can do, right? And I just kind of talked about that. But if you're a believer, people are feeling anxious right now. And I think that we have a responsibility to share our faith more because it's something that's so good, right? Like if you have a really great recommendation for a restaurant, you're not weird about sharing it. You're like, oh my God, that pasta place has the best fettuccine alfredo ever. You have to go. And the like ambiance is great. They have great, like you have no fear about telling anybody about it. So why is it that when it comes to our faith or our relationship with God, we kind of shy away from it? And I am a thousand percent guilty of that. But I think that there's a way for us to let our light shine in a way that is not shoving down religion, down anyone's throat, because having a relationship with God isn't religion, right? Religion is man-made. But the spiritual connection that you have with God and with Jesus is something that you can exhibit and demonstrate through your actions and through your faith and through your peacefulness during this time. So... I want to share with you guys a couple of good churches to follow that are doing live streaming and I think um, would resonate well with you and align with your morals and values and just the way that they connect with modern life and a modern society. So Life Church is a great church, Uh, Mosaic Church, Church Home, and Elevation Church. I know all of those you can find on YouTube and they are providing great resources and great leadership and spiritual guidance and I really look up to all those churches so letting the light shine of your spirituality and sharing resources like the ones I just did even if it's just sharing like a positive quote on your Instagram story every day or it's sharing a bible verse or explaining on social media why you have such peace in your heart during a time like this or how God has positively influenced your life or I don't know there's so many things that you can share in regards to your faith and to your relationship with God that is a cool way right like it doesn't need to be judgy or a bs way I know that the virus is contagious but so is the magic of God the love of Jesus, the kindness of humanity, the peace that you get from the relationship that you have with God. That's freaking contagious too, right? And there's so many people out there seeking this type of peace and tranquility that we get to experience. And I think it's really selfish and honestly just like rude for us to (laughs) hoard this information. Um, I think it's an obligation that we have to share with people. So as we progress into the next couple of days, lean in more to your faith. Who cares if it's because of corona or because of fear or anxiety? It doesn't matter why you're leaning in, just as long as you make time to connect to God and to your higher self. If anything, this is the time for us to rise up and to be a leader in all of our communities 
and our circles of influence. Yes, you could just sit on your ass, work from home, catch up on Netflix, do nothing. Or you could find a way for this to be an opportunity for you to create an impact and to do more. And you might feel overwhelmed that you can't do a lot, right? And you may decide like, oh, I'm just going to do nothing because I don't know where to start. And your heart might be breaking over the fact that you can't serve everyone in need. But that's not what God's called you to do. You're only asked to respond to the people who cross your path. I heard that today and I was like, damn, that's really good. You don't have to help everybody. Just help the people who are in your path. And if that's the freaking 10 followers you have on Instagram, fine. If that's 30 people that you have in your contacts for emails, send them all an email about something really nice. Like do what you can. Shine your light brighter. Share your faith a little bit more. But do it in a real way, not some preachy bullshit fake ass way, right? Because that's not going to help anybody. Use your real language. Use your real authentic sentiments behind it and Be real because people are going to respond to that. Be vulnerable. Take this as an opportunity to trust in God's purpose for you and have the courage to do what you hear being spoken to you. Because I know a lot of people are like, "Mm, how do I hear the voice of God? I feel like being like, bitch, you know what it sounds like. It's that thing that you know you should do, but don't do because you're scared and you contemplate it and blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't think hearing the voice of God is a difficult thing to hear. I think being willing to actually do it and listen to it is the hard part. Everybody hears it. They just don't want to hear it. So listen to it and have the courage to do what you hear being spoken to you. Lastly, remember that this is going to pass. There's been so many moments in history that have been super super scary and you can talk to your grandparents or elderly ones and they can tell you about some really dark moments of their history and things that they experience and I remember 9-11 and that was a really scary time in terms of economic (laughs) forecast and just everything was kind of in shambles then and this kind of hysteria kind of reminds me of the same thing But I also loved some really great things that happened from 9-11. There was a lot of kindness. There was a lot of community. There was a lot of people just remembering humanity and remembering how to be grateful. So remember that this is going to pass. But we have a duty to play a part and a responsibility to show up as our best selves, to serve other people who don't have the same luxuries and the same peace of mind that we do. Uh, Later this week, I'm going to do another podcast on tangible steps that we can take to reduce anxiety and overwhelm as we kind of go forward in this social distancing and quarantine and isolation. I don't like isolation. I think we should change the name to like social virtual connection time. I don't know. (laughs) But more and more states are going to end up getting quarantined and we're going to have to practice more of this physical distancing But hang in there, you guys. We're going to lean in more to our faith. um, And just remember that it's not lame for you to lean into your faith. It's cool AF. Like, Jesus is fucking awesome. And we need to share that more. So share it and be authentic about it. And be really proud of the relationship that you've found. And share it with somebody. And don't be weird about it. Like, be excited. This is a freaking gift. It's so cool to have this peace of mind and this 
excitement for what the future holds and the opportunity that a crisis like this provides. This is a really cool opportunity for us to show up and do great things in our communities, both in person and digitally. So let's freaking do it. I want to know what you're going to do as we move forward in these next 15 days of the U.S. being under con- self-containment or whatever the hell we're calling it. Tag me on Instagram. It's Tata Conquers. That's T-A-T-A-C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-S. And let me know what you're doing or go to the Faith and Other F-Words Instagram handle and you can also comment on there. But we got this, you guys. So do those three things. Don't be afraid. We are in this together. I'll catch you on the side.